Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can't just throw this all away after we gave everything to save it. That's enough. Louis, after the partners left, we swore we were going to dedicate every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears we had to this place. But we didn't. Harvey and I focused on getting Mike out. Jessica and Rachel focused on Leonard Bailey, and you focused on finding love in your life. That's not true. Yes, it is. I'm not ready to give up the firm. No one's saying you have to give up the firm, Louis. You just have to let me go. You sure about this? Tell you the truth. For the first time in my life, I'm not sure about anything, and it scares the shit out of me. But I'm sure I have to do this. Pearson Spectre Lake. Episode 10 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about PSL, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino back here with one of the few good men. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good, but I'm a little sad. It's the fall of a dynasty here. We, we lost PSL. Yeah, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? Is, is Jessica going to become a surgeon? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what what if okay this is like the backdoor pilot for I don't know what Pearson is about is Jessica she always wanted to be a doctor does she go begin practicing medicine without a license it's like my father was a surgeon I've absorbed enough I'm basically yeah. a surgeon as well I, I basically you know she seems like you know like a pretty like you know credible person she's gonna go work in a hospital and start performing surgeries on people without <laughs> becoming a doctor. I really hope that the doctor 
storyline matters. Like, our, like, because you gave us this Jessica flashback where we see that her dad is opposed to her becoming a lawyer because, you know, lawyers are bottom feeders and they're money hungry and they don't care about their fellow man. Uh, but doctors save lives, you know? And so we get all of that only to see that Jessica mm-hmm. will then go on to be a lawyer. Well, now in this episode, after trying and struggling to save her firm and doing all that she could do within the confines of what she was willing to do. Uh, she decides, you know what? I'm good. I, this is not what I was supposed to do. This is not what I set out to be. Um, I need to go find myself. And assuming that there is, <laughs> I mean, we know that there is Pearson coming. Um, we know that she doesn't leave law altogether unless Pearson is a private practice for, <laughs> for medicine or something. I don't know, but yeah. it does look like that conversation is playing and looming over her head as she decides to leave Pearson Spector lit. Yes, and that where she doesn't want to step away from the trial because to save the firm because uh, she like the, her father's words echo in her head that lawyers don't help their fellow man. I mean, I don't really know if this has been like through six uh, seasons and ten episodes of Suits. Uh, or five episodes, five seasons and 10 episodes. If Jessica, like I would have said, like Jessica above all else wants to help her fellow man. No, but it looks like at some point she did. We just don't see that. We never know about Jessica, the one who went to join the law because she loved the law, right? We know Jessica, the capitalist, who wants to be in charge. She wants to be the first name on the wall. She wants to have her own firm. She wants to be powerful. She wants to be taken seriously. And Jessica has all of that and more by the time we get to this point in the show, but it just looks like it's not enough. And so somewhere as a child, she had a dream to be a lawyer to help people, it seems. We didn't even see that in a flashback, but we're led to believe that at some point that was her goal, and she strayed away from the vision. And so now she's leaving Pearson Spector Lip to go to Chicago with Jeff Malone to figure out Is what she, she wants to do Is she off the show? Next. Like, I really am very confused when we come back. This was the mid-season finale. When we come back for season six, episode 11, is Jessica going to be in the show? Ain't no way. Ain't no way Jessica's written off the show. You I know, wonder, did I, Gina Torres get, like, some other, like, starring role in a different show and then left and then... And then just I mean, came back. I mean, we don't know her as the star of like some other big franchise. So I would have to think She's that like kind of like yeah. a Maggie from The Walking Dead where it was like, OK, mm. she left. She got her own show. It got it failed. She came back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think writing Jessica off the show for any reason is a bad decision. So I don't think that they're going to let Jessica. I think they would throw a bunch of money at her. So I think this is just a, a speed bump in the plot because. I mean, you have to pull Jessica out of this whole, um, I'm heartless, I don't care about people, nobody, you know, nobody really likes me, but they respect me kind of hole that they've put her in because Jeff Malone leaves her because he says she's heartless. Um, she's trying to save her firm and try to, instead of trying to save this man's life at different points. And then she finally comes to terms with, no, I need to be a good person. And so... I think if anybody is going to evolve, you have to drop them down to their lowest, right? So we saw Harvey going to therapy. We saw Mike Ross go to jail. Uh, we saw Lewis hit rock bottom several times. And now we get to see what happens when Jessica hits rock bottom. And it's her stepping away from this 
mindset of I need to be the most powerful person in the room all the time. I need to have the most money. I need to be always building an empire to make her go find out what really makes her tick. She needs to get down to her roots, Rob. And she cannot do that if she's running the law firm. So I think we're going to see a lot more of Jessica. I just think that she needs to take a break. Yeah. Okay. I'm mean, trying to figure out like maybe if somebody could let, write in and let us know like what else was going on in her career at that particular point. I'm just looking around like 2017 if she was doing something else that would have taken her away from suits like she had some other better offer. The only thing I could see is that she did in 2017 10 episodes of a show called The Catch. Uh, which starred uh, Peter Krause, uh, best known for his work in Six Feet Under. But eh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that she was even like one of the leads of that show. She was in 10 episodes in 2017. Well, in 2017, Gina Torres did have some personal drama going on, if you want to hear about it. I don't know. Sure. I mean, is it? uh, Yeah. Well, you know, people have heavily uh, implied that Gina Tor- Torres cheated on her former husband, Larry Lawrence Fishburne, um, her husband of 14 years. And I believe that disillusion of marriage came the around Lawrence 2017. Fishburne? The Lawrence Fishburne of, mm. of Cornbread Earl and Me fame. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, uh, I believe that it was heavily speculated that she cheated. Um, and they did split up in 2017. So maybe that's something that had to do. Huh, maybe she needed some time away from uh, the suits of it all. Yeah, she probably needs to take a break because, um, you know, I, I believe that they are no longer together, but mm-hmm. they got married in roughly 2020, uh, 20, I'm sorry, 2002. And uh, that was over in 2017, 2018. So hmm. maybe she just needed a little break from maybe. that to handle yeah. her personal and affairs. Maybe some people that are really like uh, the, all, all of the people in the Facebook group and everything that really know what's going on might know uh, why if Rachel, I'm sorry, if Jessica is going to step away, why uh, it would be at this particular point in the show's run. Because there was not a lot of breadcrumbs leading up to Jessica leaving the firm. No, not leaving the firm, but these last few episodes have been a lot of just kind of like Jessica's firm is falling apart. You the know, firm's falling apart, Ross, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I mean... How much is how long is she gonna sit in here and take on water? You know, it's like she's just she's always putting out the next fire, always putting out the next fire, trying to nickel and dime her way back into success. And she just got to the point where maybe she just needs the Viking funeral, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, that is a thing that can happen, especially where it's like, okay, I have all these other problems that you're going on. So I'm gonna just focus in on like a one particular like pet project because this is what brings me joy. And I don't have to think about all the other like big things that are going on. You just focus on the one thing that you like to do. And I think that that ends up being the case for Jessica with working on trying to get back to her roots of trying to help out, get Leonard Bailey um, back off of uh, death row. I don't think Jessica knows what she likes to do. I think even with Leonard Bailey, there was a struggle. Like she was sitting there thinking, man, I need to save this man's life, but also I could settle. And I could get back to saving my firm. Like, I think the thing she loved the most was the firm. And so watching the firm dissolve and like just like crumble away, it was very hard for her. But she was holding on for it for dear life. You know, like she could have one foot in a Bailey trial and the next foot in a boardroom trying to save her uh, her firm. And she and she would have done it. And so to finally say, man, I've lost sight of myself because the firm should not be more important to me than saving Leonard Bailey's life if I can. This, I mean, this man is about to get executed. So 
the fact that this is even a decision for me makes me kind of have to look in the mirror and say, man, mm-hmm. okay, who am I anymore? Yeah. You know, so I think she needs to go find out what's important to her that's outside the firm and then really start to focus on, you know, being more than just a lawyer. And they've been through so much. I feel like that maybe Jessica, I think what has like over the last few years really been driving her is like having a Daniel Hardman, having enemies that they're trying to beat and like uh, head off at the pass. And so I do think that that does get her blood pumping a little bit. But maybe like when it comes down to just like like tooth and nail trying to just claw and scratch to retain clients like uh not that exciting for her she's like what the hell am i doing this for it's not exciting and it's probably tired as well right like every day there's something else you know like i mean i'm for tired the moment sometimes Mike when we watch this. Jail, it's exhausting <laughs> it really is because it's like okay you got a client oh but you can't use that client because that client has leverage over you so maybe you don't have that client and you don't even have the money anymore so now you got to go to yeah. the uh, to the stock people and they got to do this and now the stock people are leaving and you got it's just it was blame mike day. ross mike ross really did sap a lot of energy out of jessica mike ross and harvey both they yeah. deserve equal amounts of the blame because both of them should have been adults and said this was a bad idea mm-hmm. and then by the time it got to jessica the, again this is the jessica we know is a money hungry kind of powerful you know yeah person she cannot turn away some, the help of the likes of mike ross when it's you know the reason why she's being successful in certain areas and so it's the buck starts at harvey and mike for sure so my favorite part of this episode was at the end when donna talks about how yeah we said we were going to do everything we could to try to save this firm but to be honest you know me and Harvey, we were really were busy trying to get Mike out of jail. And, you know, Jessica, you and Rachel, you were just, you know, trying to work on the case uh, for Bailey. extra credit at Rachel's school for Leonard mm-hmm. Bailey and Lewis. You were busy looking at love. Yeah, we really didn't try that hard to save the firm this season. Cruel words have never been spoken. You know, just Donna re- legit was like, remember that time we made a pact? And then we all ignored it. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, yeah. And it's true. It's true. Jessica was the only one who had her eye on the ball. She would say, I got to save this firm. Every time someone came to her, she's like, I'm trying to save the firm. Hello, I'm trying to save the firm. Jessica, I just need you for 10 seconds. No, yeah. I'm trying to save the firm. Harvey's like, okay, but we got to take this case. She's like, is that going to save my firm? Because I cannot do anything else because I got to save my firm. Even when Rachel comes to her about Leonard Bailey, she's like, I just need one hour a week. Jessica says, I do not have an hour to give you. And so finally she folds there. So yeah, if Jessica has to look around the room and say, yeah, did we give this our all? Were we all trying to save my firm? No, we were not. We were not trying to save the firm. And so, uh, yeah, Donna's right. They're all wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't give it their all. Jessica tried. I will give her credit for that. But nobody else did. They were all busy doing their own stuff. And so maybe it was just time to let the firm go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So then we have another big, big story going on here with Lewis. First off, finds out that Tara is with child, which, you know, I guess um, she might have only like uh, slept with Lewis a couple days ago. So uh, based off of maybe where she is in the pregnancy, realizes like, okay, uh, it is not (laughs) it is not. But I thought Josh was in Los Angeles. Um, Right, Tara. Who's the baby's daddy, Tara? Who mm -hmm. is it? But it's not Lewis. And Lewis is like, I don't care. Marry me. Now, didn't Josh just propose to her? 
Yeah, but Josh she said no to her. She said no because she has these warm feelings for Lewis, and so she can't marry you. Does faith, Josh guys. know that she is with child? I do not know. Yeah, maybe was that I why he proposed? Know. Maybe that's why he proposed. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't I feel like the 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 order of operations as presented to us from Tara leads us to believe that Josh proposed before he knew. Mm-hmm. And then Tara found out and then she told Lewis. Yeah. Um, we don't know if Josh even knows by the time Lewis is proposing. But Tara said yes to Lewis. Am I am I mistaken? I believe she or did. Or did we just yeah. get like, okay, yeah, okay, cool. So mm-hmm. so Tara, what's up? Because because why are you marrying Lewis Lip? I would like to know. Yeah. Also, Quickly. Lewis, what's up? Uh, why are you proposing to a woman uh, that you have been on, I mean, generously two dates with? It's probably been three weeks. Mm-hmm. Ma- you know, maybe. Maybe. Just based off the Mike Ross timeline, it's probably been about three weeks. Because, I mean, I'm old-fashioned, but, like, mm-hmm. you could you could date somebody for a little while. Like, you don't have to just marry somebody. that You, you like them. Like you could just you could just date them for a little while, see how or it goes. While. Yeah, Josh and, and and Tara have been dating for three years mm-hmm. before he decided to pop the question. Yeah, I guess some it, would say he rushed it. I he might be taking the words perhaps too literally of one Beyonce that if you like it, you should put a ring on it. He's taking some other words too, mm-hmm. um, and I. I have some very choice words for Lewis Lit that I will not say on this podcast. Hmm. Lewis began to propose, and I was screaming at yeah. the television yes. screen. You, you might have texted up. some of them to me yesterday. I just, <laughs> I am disgusted, Lewis. This is what part of the game is this? What? How are you this down bad? How are you this whipped? You simp. Like, what is wrong with you? I've never, I've, I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all, y'all listening to this, y'all know me by now. Yeah. Y'all know me. I'm yep. not gonna steer none of these people wrong. Yep. I'm not. I'm telling you, sometimes the game is the game. Lewis, what part of the game is this? Get up off your damn knees. Get up. Do not propose to this woman. Are you kidding me? She just told you that she had somebody else's child. And you just two episodes ago were like, I don't know if I can even sleep at night knowing that she possibly could be involved with another man. Mm-hmm. But but you're gonna be able to sleep at night. When her and that other man are going to paternity, t- like the paternity test, and then the like the damn Lamaze classes, and the you know, like bro, he's not going to be disappeared because he is like not marrying her. He's a co-parent, Lewis. You couldn't, you could not fathom the idea of this man in her life. But now you're about to go raise his child mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, because he's not going anywhere. To, to our knowledge, he didn't go jump off a bridge. He just proposed and she said no. Lewis, this baby is not yours. This woman, this woman just met you, sir. This feels like a, a, a recipe for disaster. And I'm talking now to the creators of the show, Aaron Korsh. You cannot let this stand. People need to see the consequences of their actions. When you do stupid stuff like this, the next episode needs to be Lewis in a puddle of tears. Be like, oh my God, how did I not know she what was have a I done? person? What if I could be a time jump? Yes, that we need to see Lewis see that this is not okay. Because I want other people who watch suits to not think that if I met somebody within three weeks and I proposed to them while they were pregnant with somebody else's child, that life is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's a possibility. If you're listening to this and that was your life, congratulations to you. 
But she likes the opera, a, though. She does like the opera, and that's enough for Lewis to want to shoot the club up. He's like, I guess I should get you pregnant. And then she's like, wait, no, you, we just met. You only, mm-hmm. it wasn't you, Lewis. He's like, oh, damn. Well, I don't care who it was. Let's go, let's get married. Lewis, please. You had known Sheila's ass for months before y'all realized y'all weren't compatible to get married. She didn't want kids. You wanted kids. Just because this woman wants to have a child doesn't mean that y'all need to get married. Y'all had, you and Sheila's ass had way more mm-hmm. in common than this lady. And I mean, way more She's chemistry. open to having kids and living in New York. What else do you want, that's Chappelle? All, that's all he needs. Like, Tara, stand up. <laughs> like, I need, I need Tara to be a scammer for the, for me to support this relationship. I need her to be like, my, my baby needs a daddy. And Joshua ain't cutting it. Lewis got a lot of money, and I want my child to be kept. If Tara says those words, give her the litty. Mm-hmm. Give her the litty, because that's the only way wow. this makes sense. There is no reason for her to be... There's no reason for her to be accepting a proposal from this man. She only met him three weeks ago. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And you're pregnant, lady. What are you doing? You don't know what type of dad Lewis is going to be? Have you seen how Lewis treats the associates? No, because you just met him. He hates people. He's mean. Lewis sucks. Like, let's just call it what it is. Lewis is a horrible person to everybody that he knows. He, his own best man, he tried to get fired and steal his money. Harvey. Look at his friends. Look at how anybody interacts with Lewis. Tara, for the love of God, have some dignity. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was trying to per se steal Harvey's money. He was just trying to to take it away from And give it to other people. He's kind of like a Robin Hood. Not necessarily. No, 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 no. His goal was not to give it to other people at first. His goal was just to make sure that Harvey paid and suffered. Then it was like, oh, well, I guess the rest of the, the partners can get it, too. Yeah, I mean, I all guess maybe the poor partners, it. all the poor senior oh. partners were going to get some of Harvey's money. Struggling partners. Also, Tara, do you know Lewis does fraud? Are you familiar with the criminal side of Lewis? Because he worked for PSL. Do you, have you done any research? I think she might have read the papers. Like, uh, is there why any, is she sleeping with this man? Is there any, I guess she might not know that how he got to be a senior partner, but I think that probably the Mike Ross stuff is pretty well known. Have you met his friends? Have you talked to what his friends? Sister? Like, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Tara, you about to have a baby. You about to bring a baby into this sociopath's home. Mm-hmm. And also, Lewis, this woman is a sociopath. She should not be allowing you to propose to her while she got another bun in the oven. And the bun, the daddy of the bun, just like, just, just proposed. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. not sensical. This is ridiculous. Lewis, I, the word that I want to call you, I can't even call you on this podcast. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for Josh here. Uh, who, Josh is dodging a bullet. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, does he have to pay child support here? Uh, yes, Josh. Josh got to pay child support. Josh, mm-hmm. you got to win Tara back, man. You cannot be paying child support to Louis Lit, who is filthy, filthy rich, who is going to be raising your child. They do not need your money. They yeah. don't need your money, but as a as a father, it is your duty to make sure that that baby is supported. And Lewis, just because Lewis said, "I want to be there for the baby," I'm gonna propose. Da, 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 da. That don't mean nothing. Josh, you need to go win your woman back. Mm-hmm. Go fight Lewis. Beat his ass. I'm sorry, it's come to this. Yeah, you, Lewis needs his ass whooped. I'm sorry. This is some dirty macking. Also, Lewis, somebody slapped some sense into this man. This makes no sense. <laughs> I've discussed it. I've discussed it. I have not. I'm all right, sorry. all right, Chappelle. Look, you're 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 in a bad mood. Okay, let's talk about something <laughs> else. Something, Lewis, let's talk about something hell? more positive. Stand okay, up, Lewis. All right, stand up. Jessica leaves PSL, and then 
goes to Jeff Malone's house to say, Jeff Malone, take me with you to Chicago. Rob, go to hell. Why are you playing this? <laughs> like, I, I thought, <laughs> I, I really thought that we were just going to breeze past that, right? Sure. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Jessica wants to go be with Jeff Malone. Did Jessica throw away her law firm to go be with Jeff Malone? No, she threw away her law firm for Harvey and Mike. But she's now like, F it. Since I can't be a lawyer no more, cause like that's not working. Being the head of a law firm is not working. At least let me go be with Jeff Malone. And honestly, I support this. Jessica, okay. fine. I do. I do. I don't support Jeff Malone. I hate him. But... Jessica, the part of the reason why this relationship with Jeff Malone didn't work is because Jeff Malone is crooked, okay? He sucks. He wanted to use your relationship to further his career at every turn. He lied to you about why, you know, when he when he even wanted the job, how he got the job. He talked his way up to see your partner all within the span of a month just because y'all were sleeping together. He's an opportunist. He wanted, yeah, then he wanted all your secrets and everything that you were doing to save your firm. Jeff Malone wanted to be in on all of it just because y'all were sleeping sure. around. Y'all, y'all were not Facebook official, official. Y'all were not a couple. Y'all were just sleeping together. And Jeff Malone tried to capitalize that on every turn. But now you ain't got nothing. So let's see if Jeff Malone likes you now. Go on and try and work it out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it works now that you don't have anything for this man to manipulate you from. Yeah. Maybe this is good for Jessica. Maybe, maybe now Jeff Malone can get to get to know the real Jessica that is not a powerful law firm owner. And um uh, Maybe Jessica can get to know the real Jeff Malone, right? Who can who can no longer use her as an opportunist. Maybe they're perfect together after this uh, this mm-hmm. change because Jeff Malone said, Jessica, you only you only care about the law firm. You're so cold. Da, 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 da. We heard that from her previous husband as well. So maybe if she's able to let those walls down, her and Jeff Malone can be together in a way yeah. that makes sense. But Jeff Malone being with Jessica, the the head of Pearson Specter Lit. Did not make sense to me. Now I don't care what happens to them. I hope they're. I hope you're happy, Jessica. But Chappelle, this could be like a major change here going into like this is like a only a mid season finale. Season six, episode eleven is going to pick up. If Jessica's not there anymore, is Harvey running PSL? So what does that lit. look like? Specter lit. Well, is Jessica taking her name off the door? I believe so. Like she's giving up her financial interests. That I mean, she has uh, put millions interest? and millions of dollars into this firm. Like, yeah, but I mean, it was called Pearson Hardman for the first whatever, and Daniel Hardman was not there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it could still be PSL. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about it, but Robert Zane did offer a merger. She said know? no. I was like, she oh, okay, said no. Yeah, but she's. I mean, she said no, but. That doesn't mean the merger is not going to still be on the table for maybe like a Spectre lit. Harvey and Lewis are going to merge with Robert Zane. What other choice do they have? They don't have any clients. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's going to be wild. Also, Mike gets an offer from Harvey to be a consultant at PSL. And I'm just like, wait. We could have just done this all along. Mike just could have been a consultant. I mean, you and I have been saying that since episode two mm-hmm. is that there's nothing else that this man can, this man with a photographic memory of the law could do. Yeah. I was like, he'd be the best paralegal in the world. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Like, Rachel's like, I'm a pro, I'm a pro uh, at research. She's like, uh, you can't beat Mac Ross at that. Like, I, I don't care what you say. The man can just memorize all the books. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, be a walking computer, Mike Ross, be a consultant. 
there's no point in you actually practicing law. But even Harvey's like, but I need you back at the law firm. I miss you too much. No. And so, yeah. Mike Ross is radioactive, Chappelle. Like, you're telling me, like, all these people that, like, all these clients that are, like, want to leave constantly when they're like, hold on. I just heard a rumor around the water cooler that the fraud lawyer that went to jail for admitted to being a fake lawyer is back working at your firm. No, 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 no. He's a consultant. He's just consulting on your cases. Like, okay, so a fake lawyer is consulting on my case. He's very good. It's very good. I mean, check his record. Before he got caught being a fake lawyer, impeccable win-loss mm-hmm. ratio you know like uh everything that he was on like it was gold so um i, I don't think it's a horrible idea but you just want to keep that on the hush you're like, uh, like but he went to harvard contractor. though right no no but he doesn't have to go to harvard to be a consultant per se you know and he could do his old mike ross trick like here's the book Pick a page i can tell you anything out the book and they're like oh okay cool you know mm-hmm. so i th- i think there's something there um but you want to keep that on the low. You definitely don't want to be like, and Pierce Inspector Lit is back with Mike Ross. And like, mm-hmm. t- imagine the headlines. Like, these people are, are these people dumb. Yeah. The headline would literally be like, are you stupid? Right. It's 2016. It'll be 2017 when we come back. Kind of early on z- for Zoom. But like uh, nowadays, I think they'd say, okay, Mike, uh, you work remotely. I, and still, he can still work remotely. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, work out of Lewis's house in the Hamptons uh, because. <laughs> Oh, well, he didn't get he that. He didn't get it. They, they, yeah. They snatched that. Tara, you're going to marry the man who... Never mind. So anyway, yeah, um, yeah he's a consultant now, or at least he's us. he is considering taking the role. We have to know he's going to take okay. the role, right? Like, we have to. All right. Probably the centerpiece of this ultimate episode, we've talked a lot about the things that came out of it, but was the uh, trial that we got to see of Leonard Bailey. Ultimately, Leonard Bailey is going to take the stand. He talks about how that he just wants his daughter to know that he didn't do this. We get then a big cross-examination that ends up happening with the father of the victim, Victor Forrest, ends up taking the stand. I have to say, I am still confused about the specifics of this case where... Okay, Maria was going to testify that uh, Leonard Bailey didn't commit this murder. Mm-hmm. But so then Victor Forrest says, no, 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 he definitely did. I need to put Maria into some sort of like drug treatment program mm-hmm. so that she won't be around to testify that he didn't. But we don't ever get the case solved. You had floated like, well, did Victor Forrest, was he actually? It doesn't seem like it. The case uh, is still like, based off of what we know, I don't even understand how there was another person involved. Yeah, I mean, it's an unsolved mystery at this point. However, I mean, I think that the action in this in this, in this this episode made a lot of sense to me. I mean, Victor Forrest finds his his daughter mm-hmm. uh her her dead body basically this man they find his uh her dead body and this man standing over it mm-hmm. uh covered in her blood so in his mind this is the man who killed my my uh my daughter mm-hmm. well of course it probably comes out in discovery or whatever these yeah. you know legal terms are that he says i have an alibi her name is maria yeah. and uh and she's somewhere and Victor Ford is like, no, nah, she's not going to save you from this, buddy. I've already decided that you're the one who killed my daughter. So 
mm-hmm. we got to keep her from trying to save your life because that lady could be lying. She's yeah. on meth. And if the jury hears her, they might right. believe her meth head ass. And so he's like, I got to get rid of her. Now, did Leonard Bailey and Maria, they were also uh, high on meth at the time of the murder? Is that what? Yeah. Yeah, they was okay. on the meth. Well, can I they just, I mean, I'm too. not a, I'm not a lawyer. But Leonard okay. Bailey says, okay, we, we got we got high on the meth and then we went to go look for something to eat. Is that a thing, Chappelle? Do people eat on meth? I'm sure. They do? I, I mean, Not from just, what I've like, seen on Breaking like, Bad, Chappelle. Them people, uh, them people ate a lot. They, they would just ate? Be like, we didn't like chips and stuff. Like, okay. <laughs> they didn't get no real food. Leonard Bailey would probably have they grown very ass, skinny. I mean, remember who these were. Like, Jesse Pinkman was like 19 years mm-hmm. old. Um, but... Leonard Bailey is like 42 when this happens. <laughs> so yeah. he's like a grown ass man. He got, he got, he got to eat. And it's him and Maria, you know? Um, so yeah, they need, they went to go eat. They came across the body. Maria, of course, ran away because one, she's on meth and the cops are going to mm-hmm. come in. And two, there's a dead body here. So she took off. Uh, and, but the idea that this woman could come and potentially blow a hole in the case and prevent his daughter from getting the justice that was served for her. Um, it was too much for Victor. And so he's like, okay, wherever this Maria lady is, I got to get her taken care of because Mm -hmm. there's no way I'm going to allow her to come in and potentially draw, like get any shadow of a doubt for these lawyers to come in and say that my daughter wasn't murdered by this man because I know in my heart of hearts that he was. Mm -hmm. And did Maria get cleaned up? And then if so, did she not ever want to like testify about Leonard Bailey? Well, she died three years ago. So maybe she got cleaned up and she just never knew to go and fix that. I mean, like, there's no there's no telling that if, like Maria even knew that Leonard Bailey was in jail forever. Like there's we don't get any follow up on how much Maria knew about it. But mm-hmm. we do know that she was uh she was in protective custody. Remember, like she had a fake name and everything. That's why they couldn't find her originally. So, yeah, but she uh, she had to have known like about like. Was she just on like a first date with Leonard? And like, I don't like, I don't really know. Like she was going to like come forward and testify that he didn't do it. Like, I don't know why her going to like getting cleaned up would make her not want to do that. They, she wasn't going to come testify. Remember she never showed up. They couldn't find her because the lawyer, Georgina, who we thought was at least trying to do her best was like, no, I thought he was guilty. I never really looked for her in the first Mm -hmm. place. So Maria didn't even know that she was, she was a potential witness. It's like they scooped her up before they could get to her. Uh, and so, yeah, by sending her away, she had no incentive to like, be like, I wonder what happened to Leonard Bailey. Good old Leonard. Like, mm-hmm. she probably thought somewhere on meth somewhere. So she never went and followed up. But this wasn't great. Uh, but the key here is one of my favorite movies, A Few Good Men. That's how we cracked the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, th- that is legit one of your favorite movies. I know it comes up a lot yes. on Suits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is my this is my jam. This Why my so movie. much in this episode? You know, and that's funny, too, because... um. They've done it before. Like you said, back in the early seasons, mm-hmm. it was like, it's a it's a very court-heavy episode. Uh, I mean, a show, so there's a lot of reasons to, to talk about A Few Good Men. But in this episode, Mike starts alluding to A Few Good Men very early. She's like, he's like, yeah. uh, like making random references throughout. And they kind of lead Rachel into the set, into the, like the thought process of, oh, maybe the dad has something to do with it just because she's she's like, she's hearing Mike Ross, but she's not hearing him. And eventually Mike Ross comes and like, oh no, the thing that we're missing here is that this this person, Victor, he wanted to send Maria away because he wanted to have like some type of agency in protecting his he daughter. He wanted right? her like, on that wall. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You know, um, 
he wanted he wanted to have some type of agency in protecting his daughter and saving her her life. And so, yeah, he's like, I sent this Maria lady away because y'all are about to give this case away for no reason. Y'all are about to tell me that this man that is covered in my daughter's blood is innocent just because some meth head said so. Mm -hmm. And so I got rid of the meth head so y'all could all see clearly that this man did it because the words of this meth head should not outweigh mine. It's like, who are you going to believe? Her or your lying eyes? You know, it's like, well, believe your lying eyes this time. Don't believe the meth head. Believe, you know, whatever, you know, whatever I want you to believe. Mm -hmm. And so that's what it came down to. And so eventually it comes out that, hey, maybe, just maybe, Victor had something to do with this. I mean, he does call her a meth head, which for somebody that they weren't able to find, he sure did know a lot about her, mm -hmm. you know, when he came up and, ch and chased after uh, the Rachel. So it was clear that he knew a little bit more than he was letting on. And Mike just had the hunch that maybe he wants to admit that, you know, he did what was done. Uh, he probably didn't think that admitting it would get uh, Leonard Bailey off the hook, but it did. And, and we saw that in a few good men as well. And, and actually, in a few good men, it didn't really work out for them. Like, uh, Carl Jessup, uh, he he was uh, admitting to a lot of stuff, but the people still followed an order, and that didn't save them. You know, um, military intelligence, you know? Mm -hmm. Oxymoron. <laughs> Chappelle, we also had uh, the, final, <laughs> the, the final the uh, final act with Stu Bazzini and the stock traders who come in uh, just as uh, abruptly as they arrived. They will also leave. They were able to take over William Sutter's offices as part of the bankruptcy settlement. Yeah, so they're about to get free rent. And they're like, well, I mean, Lewis, we could sit here and stay and play by your rules and always have to be bending at the will of... Uh, Jessica and you and all your, you know, your your loopholes and yeah. your damn coffee mugs, or we could just go and be our own thing. And so, Louis, it's crazy, but we had a great a great run, but it's time to go. Yeah. And so it's about they've the been him we made along the way, right? Well, yeah, and that's another blow to the whole Jessica needs to save her firm thing. Because remember, they're they're paying rent, <laughs> so that's money that's coming in to help them keep this building alive. And so with with that happening too, Jessica's like, yeah, maybe I want out. Yeah. Okay. But not before Stu Bazzini comes and saves the day one more time, which uh, he probably should have gotten like six liddies in retrospect. Stu MVP. Yeah. I'm telling you, there is no Pierce Inspector lit this season without Stu. So King Stu. they're going to lose uh, one of the biggest uh, clients and there's going to be a whole domino effect that they're going to basically lose everybody because uh, Jessica can't come in and see Jim Reynolds. And so basically this guy who is trying to like uh, steal Jim Reynolds's position. Well, they have a meeting with Harvey and Lewis and then Stu Bazzini comes in and Harvey says, well, bad news. Stu Bazzini just bought up a ton of your stock and is now the majority shareholder of your company. So like, wait, what? Like you mess with the I mean like Stu Bazzini just has like millions and millions of dollars just like sitting around to like spite buy shares of like at a whim that Harvey says like hey buy up the controlling shares of this stock because you're a stock guy so can you just like buy up 25 million dollars of shares of this company so that we can have a controlling interest to strong arm them into not letting us get fired for being their lawyer yeah and i guess he said yeah yeah i guess i can i guess that's stupazzini um 
Yeah, I mean that was his move. He did. He did exactly. I what mean, he said. are he, they back channeling the money to Stubazini? I don't know if they have like that kind of money. Of no, like, they don't. The Stubazini is doing all the heavy lifting here. Again, he did the same thing with William Sutter. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. Stubazini has been keeping them afloat. Every time they need like a controlling interest or need some type of like um, any type of interest in anything, they've always gone to them for yeah. these last few episodes and been like, "Hey, can you make the money happen to where we can control this?" Like, okay. And that's the thing. As long as they needed money, they could not get rid of the stock people. But with Jessica saying, I'm out, now we can write the stock people but, off the show. And then if Stu Bazzini has unlimited resources, why is he subletting an office from PSL? Like if this was like Steve Cohen or like a hedge fund, like a quadribillionaire that uh, like I have like... Um, I move the stock market like this is Warren Buffett. Okay. But this guy is like has a bunch of like ragtag traders that are subletting office space from PSL. Yeah. I mean, I mean the rent had to be amazing, Rob. Think about it. PSL has nothing. They're probably like, just please, anybody, mm-hmm. anybody, please come take it. And Stu's like, okay. Remember, this is a satellite office of the bigger office. So it's like they just needed a different space because uh, when Lewis initially went to Stu Bazzini's company, it was to get that older gentleman and his huge, you know, stock trading I business so. or whatever the case may be. And so Stu Bazzini was who popped up because they just needed a little offshoot like site for some, you know, local dealings, I guess. And so, yeah, stupid. He probably could have his own place. I mean, by the end of this episode, he does. He has William Sutter's spot. So, you know, go Stu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chappelle. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who should get the Liddy Award here for this mid-season finale? Stu Bazzini. Stu Bazzini is on the table. I mean, I think yeah. he probably has to come out of the either Jessica or Rachel for uh, ultimately the the big win that happens with Leonard. Yes. Hmm. But this, I struggle with this because Jessica did a lot of, I mean, this was a Jessica episode. We got Jessica mm-hmm. flashback. Jessica is changing yeah. careers. Jessica goes after the guy. Jessica, get, you know, she, she does the thing. She gets, um, she gets, um, Victor to admit he ordered the code red, you know, like, <laughs> like all that stuff happened. Right. Yeah. But also, she lost her firm. She's back did with Jeff Malone. Did she lose it or did she give it up? Both. But she's back with Jeff Malone too. Mm-hmm. Like those are big deductions, yeah. you know. I really thought this episode was going to be about like, Jessica, you you need to decide. Like, are you going to go and, and like save the firm? Or And 
I almost felt like that she would, they were like, uh, Ms. Pearson, either you could do it or your associate can do it. But with either way, and I really thought Jessica was going to say like, Rachel, it's time. She'll go up there and show them what you're goddamn made of. And I thought this was going to be, all right, Rachel's moment. And Jessica's like, mm, I'm not going to let you have that. I can't like, listen, I can't let, let Rachel blow this. I got to take this myself. My intrusive thought was that it was going to be Rachel and then Mike Ross was going to be like, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Objection, your honor. Like, wait. What's, like, wait. who are you? Yeah. Like, and they're like, I'm her dragging boyfriend. Him out the courtroom, right? They're dragging him out the courtroom like, you said you'd never practice law. He's like, well, goddamn, I'm the best one for this job. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I really thought too, that Jessica was going to pass it off, and she did not. So this is a Jessica-heavy episode. I would love to give this to Jessica, but she took hella L's in this episode, too. Like, she has a moral victory, for sure. But I think Rachel got the big win. You know, like, this, this Leonard Bailey does not happen without Rachel. Yeah. And I'd much rather Her give dad was there. Yeah. I mean, she impressed Robert Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, she made a, I mean, she made a great name for herself. I mean, I know that wasn't her goal, but she did. She saved a man's life. Hopefully, Rachel decides not to go into corporate law and she goes into, you know, actually helping people. Maybe that's what Jessica's going to go figure out, too, mm-hmm. since she's going to be in Chicago. But I say, let's give it to Rachel. I think Jessica's gotten enough ladies this season. Okay. Uh, and I think First that, for Rachel uh, in a minute. And I think she deserved this one. It had nothing to do with Mike Ross. Like, yeah. it legit. Like, he helped a little bit because he's Mike Ross. But I think that this was a big win for uh, for Rachel. Okay. All right. We talked about a few good men extensively. Uh, great job by you uh, covering all of that. We're going to talk about the movie after this? A Few Good Men? Yes. You want to do a, a Few Good Men recap tomorrow? Yes. Daily. Daily? <laughs> Daily, A Few Good Men. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, just a scene by scene breakdown. It'd be, it would make me so happy. A Few Good Men, <laughs> a scene a day. Let's see if Sam uh, says if, if that's okay or not. It's just yes. a scene, Sam. It's just a scene a day. It's just a scene a day. It only it's takes just a, couple a days. scene a day. Like think right. of it. Like right. we'll need of, a three parter for the court. The, he said, the "I don't care. I don't." Is end. that I don't care? Do it or I don't care. Don't do it. He just threw a coffee mug at the wall like loosely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he cares or not. We'll do what we want. Okay. All right. Let's then uh, take some questions. Athena said. I've rewatched Suits so many times, but I couldn't quite get past episode 10 or 11 until now. Thanks to Robin Chappelle, I'm on my way to finally finishing the series and perhaps officially listing it as a top 20 favorite show. Uh, Golden Liddies for Robin Chappelle. Hey. Thank you, Athena. Listen, Athena, a part of me is starting to think that I don't think I got this much further past uh, the Suits either. I think, I, I think season six might have been where I left off because I really, honestly, I'm not joking. I have no clue what's about to happen mm-hmm. next. I have nothing. I knew that Mike Ross was going to go to jail. I remember that vividly. Um, I remember him being in prison. I remember them getting him out of prison. But I think by that time, I was like, am I still doing this? Are we doing this show? So I think we might be in the, uh, the blind spot for me. Like, I remember certain things just because I never turned a blind eye to Suits completely. You know, I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. clips and stuff online. Um, I used to be on Suits Tumblr. So I've seen some, you know, I've seen some GIFs as well. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I think this might be the end of the road for me too. So thank you, Athena. We're going through this one together. Yeah. So we got a question from Tuesday, a listener who said, 
I am feeling like this is season two of The Wire. Literally the Ooh. worst season of the entire series. Like, what are we even doing here? Robin Chappelle, what do you think of that season of The Wire? And please don't say you never watched it. She- I've seen The Wire. Seen the Wire too. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I've seen The Wire too. And I mean, we all, um, I mean, basically, it wasn't it like universally believed that the season, like season four of The Wire is probably what the best one. The best. Season um, three and yeah. four are considered, right. yeah, the best. Right. So it's kind of like, that's kind of like, yeah, season Obviously, two was like, uh, on the dock where McNulty was transferred and then was like uh, he was working for the harbor police and sort of like, uh, you know, very much disconnected from the rest of the stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. So as far as I like think probably the hate two, has though, gone me... too far on season two of The Wire, because I feel like that season five, I feel like it's just uh, kind of fine. Also, I mean, season one is OK. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's fine. Like the wire really picks up steam in the later. Like it's like a like a slow burn. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I I don't know, but yeah, but yes, but I would love to rewatch the wire not daily or anything mm-hmm. like that. But just like because I watched it when I was a kid. You know, like um, mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't watched it since it was like since it was on on. Same. I I think I rewatched like season one because I thought like oh I'll watch it again with uh, adult eyes. But I mean. I didn't get that much further because season two sucks. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, I would love to rewatch the wire at some point. Maybe it's, uh, maybe I'll text Josh about it and see if he'll let me mm-hmm. like, post yeah. yeah. With Robert yeah. Zane. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, what do you think of Robert Zane's offer to Jessica? Was he going to make that offer if they lost? That's from David Schwartz. Mm, yeah, I think he was because I think that seeing that, for one, Jessica is only doing this this whole thing to help Rachel, number one. And mm-hmm. that's his daughter. He loves her. He, you know, whatever. All that good stuff. But then also, everybody with eyes can see that they tanked that case with William Sutter to help Mike Ross. Like, as yeah. much as they try to, as much as they try to hide it, it's very obvious that it's no coincidence that Mike Ross gets out of jail the day that William Sutter loses this case. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's too spot on. You could at I- least... Kept them there for a Everybody week or two knows. to kind of, you're right, to kind of make it look like, no, there was another loophole. Like, sir, stop it. It was the same exact day. So at least Robert Zane can look and say, if you're willing to do all of that for the people in your firm, if you're willing to go above and beyond like that for my daughter, then you must be good people for me. Yeah. You know, because I mean, a large part of getting Mike Ross out is because it's Mike Ross is Harvey's best friend. But it's also Rachel's fiance, and Rachel would not have been happy with Mike in jail for two years. Yeah, you know, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of Robert Zane's reaction to Mike Ross, who's like out of jail in like ten days, and be like, "Well, God damn it, <laughs> right? What are these? Who are these people? You know? I thought I thought we were, I thought we were free from this kid. Nope, he really thought that his his, his daughter dodged a bullet, but no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Rachel's in it for the long haul, and it ain't that long because Mike Mike Ross is already out. Yeah. All right. Then we got from Josh Small has a question. Is Jessica and Rachel winning the trial? The best moment in the show so far has to be top five. Rob, we haven't discussed the can opener, but I think this was one of my favorite episodes. Okay. Yeah. I First of all, you I, I'm a sucker for a few good men. Like, that's my show. Mm-hmm. This movie. So, like, the moment it'd be like, oh, that's what we're doing here. I really enjoyed it. I think we got a lot of Jessica content. She's my favorite character for the most part, uh, even though she's doing some things I don't really support. Um, Jeff Long, and uh, I think that it was good for Rachel. It was good for Mike. He didn't. He was. He wasn't too much. Very of a light Mike episode. 
Right. Aside from Lewis being, aside from Lewis making decisions that I don't agree with, mm-hmm. um, I really don't have any complaints with this episode. What about you? Yeah, I mean, my instinct wasn't can opener, but I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I don't think I don't think maybe the episode was a can opener episode, but definitely the moment was huge. You know, mm-hmm. like they saved this man's life. They got the dad to admit that he like was you know kind of like obstructing this whole this whole case anyway um it was a pretty good moment and it was a big moment for jessica so Mm -hmm. i agree with josh yeah i think i was just like with the court case like i was waiting for there to be some big reveal of like you wanted to know who killed the kid yeah like and we sort of left it as like well okay um it didn't end up being uh leonard bailey and we, we just we just don't know but I mean, I guess I mean, that's probably, it, you know, more often than not, you know, that's probably, you know, you don't get like an answer. I mean, there was definitely a moment where um, the prosecutor was on the stand and he's like, I mean, was talking about uh, Jessica. He's like, they're, 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 they're badgering the, 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 the victim here. And Jessica's like, no, my client's the victim. Like we're trying to exonerate him. Mm-hmm. He is the victim. So yeah, it's less about who killed the da- the daughter and more about did, Lin- did Leonard Bailey do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, it doesn't matter who did it as long as it wasn't, wasn't Linda Bailey. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that we want to highlight here from the first, uh, like, I, I want to say half, but it's like, you know, basically these suit seasons are 10 episodes and then six episodes as we head into Bro, the mid-season break. This was fun. I think these last few episodes talking about them with you have been really fun. Uh, including this one. I think uh, I'm really enjoying the show. I was very eager to find out what was going to happen by the mid-season finale. But now that the mid-season finale has happened and we kind of left in this moment of limbo of what, what happens to PSL, if it's even PSL anymore, if it's SL or if Jessica's going, how long Jessica's going to be gone, mm-hmm. I'm invested. Like I said, I don't think I don't think I was that invested the first time I watched this show. By six seasons in, maybe Suits fatigue had kicked in. But this time, I'm not fatigued at all. I'm enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wanted to uh, look at the Facebook group real quick. Uh, Todd says in the Facebook group, not sure if this has been brought up, but did anyone notice that Mike's cellmate's prison number is 86753 uh, with uh, the last two numbers missing for Jenny? Don't tell don't tell Travis. Don't, don't Trevor. tell Trevor. Yeah. What's his name? Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. Don't tell Trin- <laughs> Jenny. I got your number. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nine, right? That's what we're listening Nine we're seasons oh, of nine. suits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Dear God, no. Uh, yeah. I didn't catch that in the first time. Something told me, look at the numbers. And then another part of me was like, just let it go. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, Roxanne says, uh, just finished listening to today's podcast, season six, episode six. Quick question for Rob. How can you be surprised that Mike was so upset at Kevin about his dream? Have we not heard you say that Nicole does the same thing to you? She'd been mad at you for something you did in her dream. Uh, That was the thing that I thought about when I watched the scene. Always love the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, I definitely do get in trouble for things I do in Nicole's dream. But yeah, Rob, who is Goofy Gal? Yeah, well, that wasn't a dream. That was real life. Oh, look at you. Dirty mm-hmm. dog. Yes. But she, I guess she feels like, hey, if you let it be in my subconscious, obviously stuff you have done has made <laughs> you, you know, in my dream. And now I'm thinking about this stuff. Well, why are you thinking about it? You know, mm-hmm. just just keep Listen, keep your dreams to yourself. That's all we learned. And we learn as adults is everybody doesn't need to know about your dreams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Chappelle. Where can people keep up with everything you're doing? 
at Chappelle's underscore show on Twitter. And of course, join the Facebook group, join the community, join the conversations. It's a good time. Okay. Yep. And uh, pretty soon I might have to drink a pruny. Why are you doing that again? <laughs> 400 people in the Facebook group. Oh God. Okay. Listen, if y'all want to leave the Facebook group, I don't, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop you. If it stops Rob from drinking this pruny, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm at Rob Sestrino. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.